You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 856, Monterey Musings, Part 1. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's Mighty podcast thank you steve uh well do you know what folks the first public beta of the four the mac os monterey is out and so many people are talking about it we thought we might too because we're all about getting out the information to our wonderful listeners and they demand it from us or we just like jumping on any old bandwagon that we can There'll be more on this next week for the bits that we don't get to this time. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of bits that we don't get to this time. A guy. Yes. Yes, there will be more bits. I basically decided I didn't want to have a two and a half hour podcast to go along with the two and a half hour presentation that they did for WWDC. So thought I would just shorten it up a little bit. Gaz, you know, just just make it make it timely, make it informative, timely and informative and informative. No, that's our stock in trade. That's our stock in trade. That's our stock, but not in trade. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, people people seem to uh, to appreciate the. (laughs) Never mind. I can't even go. No, no, don't no, don't go there. No, no, no. So what's what's been happening in your Mac world this week? Uh, You know. When I first started to to think about that and put some stuff in, it was it was really really hard because I don't really think that there was too much that did happen. And then I and then I gave it even more thought and was like, okay, all right, there's lots of stuff happening. It's just not happening yet, yet. Ah. <laughs> but it, but it's gonna be soon. It's one of those soon things. So, oh. um. I have a neighbor whose son works for a music store and he got, <clears throat> excuse me, he got me some, a great price on some JBL monitors that I was talking about last week, the 305 Mark, the 305 Mark twos, because they're just wonderful. Uh, unfortunately, because of the way my, my current office is set up, I don't really have any place to put them where I can actually use them. And while some people would have thought about that before buying them, <laughs> not you not me that was not one of the thoughts that went through my head so what see this this is this is my understanding of guy's thought process (laughs) oh i like those i want them and they're a bargain gets them home Mm, it's now going to cost me triple because i've got to reorganize everything and buy a new desk to just put (laughs) them in place yeah, well, <clears throat> to be fair, I was thinking about a new desk before all of this started. Uh, anyway. The, uh, anyway, but the other thing yeah. that I did now last week, I think it was last week, there was the Amazon Prime Day. Mm-hmm. And I looked through a lot of the stuff that they were, and again, you know, it, it, it's like Black Friday around, you know, in November where it's yeah, yeah, yeah. all of yeah. this stuff that that these distributors have that they have lots of that they haven't sold. So they're like, oh, well, we'll just put like, you know, we'll jack the price up for 10 minutes and then put a slightly lower price on it and make people think they're getting a bargain. Can I jump in there? 
Can yeah. I jump in there? Sure. We have a law against that in the UK where you have ha- you have to have had the price, and I'm sure you've got laws like this in the US, similar, <laughs> where, you, <laughs> where you have to <laughs> you have to have had that product on sale and out to the public for at least six months at that price before you okay. can reduce it down to another price. So what I'm hearing you say is that you believe that there are laws to protect consumers here in the United States. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is that we do in the UK. Okay, <laughs> let's let's specify that. <laughs> anyway, one of the things that I did get, there were two things that I did buy, though. Um, I've wanted for a long time to do something with mesh, to make the, the Wi-Fi in the house a little bit better. Uh, Because my wife uses it exclusively. So Mm -hmm. they had a good deal on the Eero uh, mesh network. It's a threesome. You've got like the base um, router, and then you've got two. It is a threesome. (laughs) And then you had two little little outboard ones to set up the mesh. So I got that. Um, Haven't set it up yet. They're still in the box, but uh, they, they will be coming out very, very soon. And the other thing that I got, is uh, I got, now the way I've got my monitor set up here, I've got two 27 inch monitors. They're on Visa, Visa, Visa mounts, V-E-S-A mounts. Visa, yeah. And so I have a little bit of separation there. And then in between those two mounts, I have my, my camera. But the way I've had to set up my camera, it's like barely fitting and all, because the, the Visa mount that I currently have for the monitors doesn't let them spread out enough. So I saw... I saw something in Amazon for a, a better set of dual visa mounts, and I got that, and it was relatively inexpensive. Cool. So that's that's the other thing that I'm going to be doing. But all of this is going to be contingent on yet another purchase, which is going to be a new desk, because my current setup, as I'm looking around is just not good. <laughs> and there's a lot of crap in this room that I need to get rid of, but I'm, I'm going to reorient reorient things and, and spread things around and, and be able to use some of this stuff that I've already bought without thinking that I had the room. <laughs> yeah, I think you need some shelves in the background as well. But Yeah, yeah. Well, it's only, basically... YouTube, only YouTubers would, would see that. Only YouTubers would see that. Yeah, so I mean, like right now, you see like all my my graphic novels and and some of the garbage that I've got behind me on the desk. Well, I want to shift it so that you see the other garbage that I have. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. important. The desk that you're looking at will it cope with two 27 inch monitors and a little gap between them with a camera in between? Yeah, it's actually <clears throat> it's because this desk that I currently have it's an L desk, and the part that I use for live casting and all the rest of that is roughly about maybe 40 to 48 inches. I'm not sure exactly what the width is here. And the new desk will be in the neighborhood of almost 60. So I'll have a lot more room. It's got built-in racks for some You'll of the gear that I have. You'll have more room to put more rubbish on. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Now, if you've ever seen Chuck Joyner's desk from Mac Voices, that's in his background, it's going to look kind of like that but worse so you know cool. that's that's how that's going to work what, what have you done last week 
besides Wolf well, Wanderings? Well, Wolf, Wolf Wanderings, as usual, um, not quite as many because I think I told you last week that I was doing a bit of work in fixing a gate. Mm-hmm. Well, I finished finished it off this week because it was stop start, stop start. Um, what because of weather or no? Well, reasons a little bit, little bit of weather, but reasons, personal reasons on the families that I've put in. So I'm not going to delve into that. Right. Um, but I got paid this week. I actually got paid. Nice. They paid me. Paid me cash. That's very nice too. Yes, I am registering it for anybody who says, oh, yeah, not paying tax. Ah. Well, no, but I don't think I'll be earning enough money to pay any tax this year, folks, yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, anyway, yeah, so that was good. That was good. Um, I started filling the holes in my floor, which are going to be sanding. I'm not sure whether I did start that last week or not. But well, you mentioned started. that you were you were going to like do the floor. Yeah, so I've, I've done two sweeps of that, as it were. Um, ready for the sanding and the, the varnishing. Um, also bought the stuff ready. The sanding and the varnishing. Sanding and the varnishing. Stopping into shaving. Stopping into shaving. That's a private uh, joke, folks. Yes, yes, it is. Um, we should... <laughs> when you say private. <laughs> well, it means we've told everybody about it, but we still think nobody knows. <laughs> Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a couple of barbecues this week, believe it or nice. not. So, uh, yeah. So I've used my Mac just oh, a little this week. Oh, oh. Just a little this week. Um, everything's set up. You see, I, I'm not changing anything because it's all neat and tidy. And I got my speakers in place. And I got the shelving in place, and the table's new, and it's all, it's all you know, clean desk. So it's you know, it's almost like you're saying that you're organized and I'm not. Yeah, it's exactly what I'm saying. Do you know? No, I know it know? sounds a lot like that, but it's yeah. It's well, something someone different. else, someone else would say. I do believe you are right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I almost forgot to mention it. Uh, tomorrow is the Fourth of July, so everyone here in the oh, U.S. Is, you're right. Yes, yeah, I, yes. and it, it's been such a weird week that these things just kind of sneak up on you after a while. So tomorrow is the 4th of July celebrating America's independence from, I, I don't know, some other country. I can't remember yeah, what yeah, it is yeah. off the top of my head. We, we, it, help, we helped so many countries become independent, guys. It's incredible. <laughs> incredible. I, I, we, we, we're just, you know, we're just givers. The, the catalyst. You guys the are catalyst givers. to independence. Yeah. That is East that Africa. Is the UK. India. E- everywhere. Everywhere. Pretty everywhere. much everywhere. Everywhere. Yes. Yeah. China. Well, I wouldn't say China. Hong well, Kong. Or yeah. Hong Kong-ish. That's, well, let's Hong Kong something. Hong Kong more recently, but Yeah, for a short while. Yeah. Well. <laughs> anyway, yes, we help we the UK helping people become independent. Yes. <laughs> Whether they wanted to or not. <laughs> <laughs> I think you wanted to, to be honest with you. I think you wanted to. (laughs) Anyway, what mic are you using this week? Let's get off that subject. Okay. Might be a little bit of a sore subject. This much. (laughs) Uh, I'm still on the SM7B. Um, I'm probably going to be on this one for a while. Oh, so this, so this article, so this this article can probably drop for a few weeks. Then is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, and until I get around to getting everything all changed up here, um, I'm, I think I'm going to be putting my efforts more into figuring out yeah. the future setup. Let's, let's have some stability for a while, shall we? Yeah, for me. 
There you go. Yes. Sure. Yeah, there you go. Sure. Stability. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to jump into the little history that we've been going on about cool. with the ordnance survey. So last um, week we spoke. Go on. As you say, I, I'm, that's what I, I I actually asked you about this before we started the show this week. The uh, last week we spoke about the military use of the maps, but also the fact that the maps were starting to be used more widely. So to continue, we're still in between the years of 1801 and 1824 for people's um, year tick off. Let's put it that way. Um, those early maps uh, with their elaborate hill shading and attention to communication routes highlighted the emphasis given to military use. In time, this military face would soften and the map design was developed to appeal to a much wider audience. Triangulation was used as an accurate framework to the internal mapping, which was beautifully intricate. Maps were made by first breaking down the great triangles into smaller ones. Survey, uh, surveyors then use several Wait, techniques. Can I to interrupt create... for just a second? Go on, go on. That is, and to, to put it in more modern terms, that's how they make video games. Seriously, they take yeah. large graphics, break them down into small, literally smaller triangles so that they can be rendered on a computer screen. Do you know, we are so linkage. <laughs> Surveyors then use several techniques to create intersection or intersect points to provide a framework for the map detail. Place names often proved difficult as locals could argue over what name was actually correct. And that still goes on today. River Nen, River Neen. It's Nen for anybody <laughs> who was interested. Well, it's like um, Harvard and Harvard. Harvard. Um, eventually, eventually yeah. an, can I, will you let yes. me finish? Eventually a name book system was put in place. Variations of all proper names, such as rivers and hills, as well as towns were recorded in a series of books from this selection, the most authoritative was chosen for publication. The first map took three years to complete and the surveyors worked to a scale of two inches to one mile. Uh, that was reduced to one inch to a mile when printed. Maps were engraved in reverse on copper plate, which was used for printing. Separate legends appeared for the symbols and the maps were huge enough. <laughs> the maps were huge enough without them. Uh, its launch was much anticipated and the public could buy ordnance survey maps either from the Board of Ordnance headquarters in the Tower of London or from the Fort Faden, a map seller at Charing Cross, so mainly in London. The first maps were sold at three guineas, three guineas. That's about three pounds and three shillings, three pounds, 15 pence to anybody over that in the UK, uh, per county survey, which was between one and three weeks wages mm. for the average person. It's, it's quite a lot of money, isn't it, really? Um, part of their appeal was um, they offered a bird's eye view, as we mentioned last week of the landscape. Until then, only the privilege of the very few in hot air balloonists could see. Four years later, a map of Essex followed. Within 20 years, about a third of England and Wales had been mapped at the one-inch scale under the direction of William Mudge, a new name to enter the, the fray. Yeah. It, it was f f thought that 50 years would be long enough to map the country, but the entire series of maps was, wasn't published until 1870. That's 70 years. So, yeah. okay. well, more, I mean, more all next, things considered... More next week. That's that's like not a bad time frame to be off. 
20 years. Uh, and when you consider yeah, that, that most people back then rarely traveled farther than five miles from where they were born until the day they died, this was, <laughs> this was like something a bit, that... A bit, like, a bit like Central America, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and parts, I mean, of, North parts of the South. Parts of the South <laughs> I mean, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was the unusual one in so many ways. <laughs> anyway, I think we should jump over to Gaz's snippets. Now, this week's a bit different, folks, only because, not from your, for your perspective, but for Guy's perspective, yes. because this week's snippets, I didn't have time to put them in the show notes. So Guy doesn't have a clue what's coming, whereas when I put them in the show <laughs> wait, notes... Wait, I'm sorry, is, is this a, a difference of some kind? No. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. No. Fourteen years ago today, guy. Well, this was I last week, of course. Recycle. The iPhone uh, changed the world. Up, so they've got to survive now, until did, uh, four. There was a lot of podcasters talking okay. about the fact that it's fourteen years ago, and I, I just—if you think about that—just stop and think. The iPhone's been around for fourteen years. In the terms of tech, very often. So much will have changed in 14 years. Masses amount. But the iPhone first launched 14 years ago. And I've got to say, it's probably changed a little bit because you couldn't do a great deal with the first iPhones, if, if I'm honest. But the, the, the basic form factor hasn't really changed that No, much. no. Just, just the, the, the home button. Yep, yep. They've got a bit bigger. <laughs> and the home button. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, and that might come back. Um, electronically, of course. Um, now, Apple reportedly increases its spending on Google Cloud services by 50% year over year and exceeds eight exabytes of storage. Wow. So as Apple moves more of its services into the cloud and more Apple users adopt iCloud for photo library file storage, the company's infrastructure requirements keep rising. Well, mm. you know, I, I was under the impression that Apple was creating a, a bunch of large server farms to host all this themselves. I wasn't aware yeah. that they yeah. were spending so much money, not so much, not so much money, but allowing for so much space through Google's farms as compared to their own. I guess they just well, couldn't build them fast enough. No, and they couldn't keep up with the, the, the service that was required, of course. Apple App Store is projected to generate about $41.5 billion in the first half of 2021. Apparently, that's nearly double Google's Play revenue. That's not a big shocker. Um, apparently, celebrities call for UK gadget tax, which would include Apple products. A number of high-profile British actors, artists, and authors are calling for a UK gadget tax of anywhere between 1% and 3% to fairly reward creators and performers making a living from their content. All um, right. All right. All right. Now, all I'm going to say is just be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Just be very, very careful what you wish for. Here's content creators who get paid to create content wanting everyone else to pay extra for the devices that they use to see their content. So this is coming from the people that are, that will be least affected by an increase of price and geared toward people that will be most affected 
in the increase in price. Well said. Well said. In-store pickup launches at Apple stores in mainland China. Um, you, now, you don't have to comment on each of these, Guy, remember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Regulating Apple's App Store is likely to have unintended consequences. <laughs> With lawmakers are circling Apple, regulating the company's App Store likely to have unintended consequences, doing more harm than good here. <laughs> here. That's all I can say. It's really hard to keep my mouth shut for some of Okay, these. we'll move on then. Apple are releasing watch or have released watchOS um, 8, the public beta for Apple Watch users. Um, oh, Apple real quick. If you decide to get that watch beta and your watch bricks, you're screwed. Your yes. watch is screwed and it will never, ever operate again. So think about that very, very, very carefully. I don't do betas. I don't do betas, but people often hear and want to hear about the beta releases, so that's yes. why I put them in here. But I, well, no, I mean, I, most of them, most of them. I are know fine. that you do betas. I know that. Sorry, I know Sometimes. that you do betas. But, Sometimes, well, yeah. yeah you I haven't done Monterey. I haven't done Monterey yet, even though that's yeah. what we're we're going to talk about in the next section, because um, I kind of got bit by a, a Big Sur beta, so I kind of well, guess put the, what. Guess what? what, guy? Apple have also released iOS 15 public beta with SharePlay focus and obviously lots more. Um, now, apparently, Apple are finally letting users download macOS Lion and macOS Lion uh, Mountain Lion for free. Um, those were released in 2011 and 2012. Um, oh, and it was a paid think, software download. You yeah, I was going to say, I think those were those were like the last two operating systems that you had to pay the $129 for. Well, no. Well, hang on a minute, and let me read this in total. Yeah, you might be right. So 10 years ago, users needed to pay uh, $20 uh, for hmm. the latest version of its OS X. Um, and then obviously you had to that. pay, and, and then you had to pay, um, I think you had to pay for it to download it Um up until very recently and they've now made it free anyway i don't want it and i don't need it yeah. and i'm not going to get it so anyone with a mac that old yeah you know save your money get a new mac yeah do that apple apparently have withdrawn from an antitrust lawsuit versus fortress investment group um, I'm not quite sure what that was that was going on about, to be honest with you. Um, so Apple uh, filed a notice of dismissal with the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California, leaving co-plaintiff Intel to go it alone against the parent company of a serial patent infringement suit filler, Unilock. The move comes about a year and a half after Apple and Intel filed a complaint against Fortress in 2019. Um, oh, according, to, okay. according to sources, the decision to withdraw could suggest that a settlement was reached at some point. I wonder if that's one of those patent holding groups. That's what it probably. kind of sounds like. Yeah, probably. Apple has extended partnership with Red to combat COVID-19 until December 30th. Um, so last year, Apple announced that it would be um, be directing 100% of eligible, eligible proceeds from product Red purchases to the Global Fund's COVID-19 response to provide critical support for health systems uh, most threatened by the outbreak. So um, they've extended that until December 30th. Okay, so no, more money for that charity then. Good. 
we have got i don't think i've put this uh later no i haven't so um the <laughs> there is now a british right to repair law that's come into force last week but guess what guy tell it me excludes, guess. it excludes smartphones and computers <laughs> for you <laughs> Apple has released its first macOS Monterey public beta, which we Yay! are talking about later. Uh, Spotify releases a new beta app with native support for M1 Max. Well, they, they're obviously wanting to stay on the Mac, even mm. though they hate Apple. Um, Apple are working to expand Apple Maps look around feature to Austria soon. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. Austria is a very beautiful country. It is. Uh, um, Apple are developing a hybrid retail flex work from home program for Apple Store employees. How that's going to work, I don't know. Um, right? Yeah. Is there any geniuses here? Yeah. No, they're all working from home. Oh, where so, am I going to go? The well, closest, the closest iMac, the closest iMac to you will light up, and there'll be a genius there. Oh, you want to talk to Steve? He's right. Oh, wait, no, he's not here either. Uh, uh, Carolyn, no. Uh, Bob, no. Um, there's actually no one here, so just pick up a product and go. Well, and go. Apple has released Safari Technology um, Preview One Two Seven with bug fixes and performance improvements. Yes, they got, mm. they're keeping on top of that Safari, aren't they? Um, and so they should because it's all about security, guy. It is. Apple and Amazon are under investigation in Spain for possible anti-competitive purchases practices. I'm not sure whether I said this last week, so I thought I'd leave it in because I couldn't remember. Um, Apple, Apple supply and Amazon. Mm. Okay. Anti-competitive practices, guy. I yeah. mean, they were only pra but I I don't think actually if you're only practicing something, that you should. <laughs> yeah, they haven't they haven't gone to the pro level yet. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> call us when they do yeah yeah when they're doing it properly then you know yeah we want to know about it apparently apple suppliers in india have been selected for in incentives likely to be used for ipad production um there aren't there weren't actually i was going to say this is a start and i forgot to uh there aren't so many um uh snippets this week because it was quite a quiet week all in all Apple employees circulate an internal survey with hybrid return to work concerns. Mm. So it may not happen. So all those people that you mentioned before may not be coming back to work anyway. So. Mm, I get the feeling that they will. Apple supplier Broadcom have been hit with an illegal monopolization charge by the FTC. Um, the Federal Trade Commission FTC has voted to charge Broadcom with an antitrust complaint today for illegally monopolizing markets for semiconductor or components. Specifically, the charge is related to Broadcom chips used in top set-top boxes and broadband internet devices. Um, now, why this is like an extension asking, of what they've been doing for years yeah yeah but why i brought that up was because you stupid people all you did was ah broadcom mm. how can we get more clicks let's put apple at the start of the link just incredible just incredible that's you know and it's got nothing to do with them no nothing nothing at all Apple supplier Broadcom, yeah. yeah what? How, how much do they do with them now? So small, just and and I, I'm sure there's absolutely zero you know, other you know companies like? that Broadcom provides chips for. 
Yeah, Guy, do you know what that's like? That's like believing the earth is flat. It's not? It's not. It's not. No. I'm sorry. Sorry, it's not. <laughs> um, the EU competition chief has told Apple not to use privacy as a shield against competition. In an ongoing antitrust discussion about the App Store competition, Apple has maintained that allowing users to install apps outside the App Store would have dire privacy consequences. But European uh, Union digital competition chief Margaret Vestager I think that is, said today that Apple must not use privacy excuses to limit competition. I am going to say what I have been saying for some time now, and that is that I think that the person, company, or governing body is putting at risk my ability to be able to choose a secure, reliable environment that I have chosen. So person, company, or governing body, if you want to play that silly game, I, along with I'm sure a lot of other people, will continue to call you nasty, horrible people for putting my security at jeopardy. Yes. Also, um, you know, there, there there is one there is one way around this for Apple. Basically, in iOS preferences, you put a little checkbox that lets people do it with a huge warning that comes up. The potential for for violating nope. your warranty, blah 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 nope. blah. No, nope. disagree. Well, I disagree. Because... They may not have any choice. They may have to well, do something like that. Well, so what they'll do is all of those people are then put in jeopardy of being tricked into pressing that button. Into what? The button from Apple? Mm. Because because if it if you're if you're trying to get into the system, all you then have to do is to trick the person into clicking that button to actually open up their phone that's that's how scammers that's how they sure. do it that's how they get into you so okay. no it, and I, and i really don't think they should do that I, at that, I just at that point at that point it's it's entirely on the idiot that hit that checkbox yeah but it's that's what yeah but that's thing going away from what apple's trying to do you keep fighting apple you keep fighting i, I completely agree and they should and i hope it never ever 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 happens However, in order to continue to sell phones in some of these countries, Apple may be put into a position where they have no choice. It's either do that I or think don't that sell the, the phones in that country. Body is I agree. My ability. Yeah, yeah. I totally. completely agree. But if Apple is given no choice in the matter, then that may be the only way that they can go forward. Is that, look, I'll tell you, what, Apple, stop making phones. There you go. That'll they won't. They won't. It's 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 seventy five percent of their business. They can't. Guy, no, that was a joke. Oh, <laughs> I get jokes. <laughs> you get jokes. TVOS fifteen has been introduces. Sorry, introduces redesigned video player for Apple TV app. Um, I saw lots and lots of links of how to get this as a beta on your Apple TV. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Just wait, folks. Just wait. Don't be so impatient. As they say, patience is a virtue, isn't it, Guy? I'm sorry, what? Apple expect <laughs> Apple execs discuss new developer tools, Swift Playgrounds and Xcode Cloud. So that could be new stuff coming very, very soon. That, folks, is the end of Gaz's snippets for this week. However, I do have a couple of Gaz's links. 
But before I do that, ah, damn it. Guy may want to say something. I I will. Well, you well, put your finger up. Oh no no no! I, I because I, because you didn't play the music. So ah right. Okay. I, I was I was like, whoa, okay, whoa, hold gazes, on, to the music there. Gaz's links. Okay. Ah. You feel better now, don't I you? I do. I feel so much better. Um, the first one, guy. Um, this is a bit of a oh, oh. Apple lists products that pose a risk to pacemakers. Have you seen this? Apple has listed products it says should be kept a safe distance away from medical devices like pacemakers and implanted defibrillators. The list includes iPhone 12 models, Apple Watch, and MacBook Pro. I mean, I always carry my MacBook Pro. Yeah. Well, I've got this huge pocket right here in the front of my shirt. Many um, consumer electronic devices can came, contain components such as magnets, which can interfere with medical devices. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, we'll have to wait and see how I, this goes on. This, this should probably frighten everyone, but I actually used to work for a pacemaker company. That's However, <laughs> in my defense, yes. it was 40 years ago. Yeah. So, so anything I worked on is prob probably not necessarily probably possibly probably, possibly. possibly no yeah. longer in use. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe. And someone's just so. going, "How do I find out where the guy works on my place?" <laughs> oh, you'll find out. <laughs> the second item, guy. I'm afraid, Apple, you have lost. Missed the boat. A flying car has completed a test flight between airports. A prototype flying car has completed a 35-minute flight between international airports in Nitra, uh, Bratislava, Slovakia. Uh, sorry, Nitra and Bratislava in Slovakia. The yeah. hybrid car aircraft, air car, is equipped with a BMW engine and runs on regular petrol pump fuel. Its creator, Professor Stefan Klein, said it could fly about 600 miles at a height of about two and a half, sorry, 8,200 feet. Why did they do that? The article has got the fact that it could fly about 1,000 kilometer in brackets, the Imperial, and then it carries on in the sentence and says at a height of 8,200 feet, and then the metric in brackets. The person needs slapping. Anyway, well, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Gaz. You're talking about a flying car mm -hmm. that is really, really ugly. This is one I, of the whoa, 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 Slow down, slow down. First of all, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Okay. Secondly, it flew, it drove. It did. It drove away from the airport. So, you know. There's been ones like this before. The the problem with almost all of these cars, no problem. There's no problem. Is what do you it. do with the wings when you don't need well, have wings you watched anymore? The video of this? Yes, have you watched I watched the video. The video and I they fold way good. way up and then they go way way back. But that means you basically have a, a two seater car that's going to cost you probably Guy, two I to four hundred thousand dollars i didn't say that this was for everyone but they have a flying car which works and it works until it's for everyone it doesn't count yeah <laughs> oh 
You're such a slut. I want to see them at the bottom of boxes of cereal. That's what I want. That's, that's, and that's probably not going to happen. Gaz's links. Mmm, cereal. See, now I'm hungry. <laughs> Can you? That's a big box of cereal. Huge, huge tracts of land were required. <laughs> Okay. Excuse I think me. Excuse yeah. me. Can I have a box of cereal, please, with a car in the bomb? <laughs> yes, we'll just get the truck out now to deliver it. No, I'll just fly it home. Ow. Don't do I'm that. Gonna open, I'm going to open the box the box of cereal in store. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll know when it happens because there'll be like just aisles and aisles of cereal all laid out on the floor from a shoplifter. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Everyone, please stand by to stand by. And Gaz and I will be right back to talk about an operating system that neither one of us are currently using. If you're a technology fan, make sure you check out TechFan, hosted by me, Tim Robertson. And me, David Cohen. We're all about technology. We like to geek out on pretty much anything. If it's technical, if it's a gadget, if it's the movie or the music industry, you name it, we're talking about it. And you know, David, unfortunately, unlike most other great podcasts, we don't really plan out our shows. It's more of a stream of thought thing. <laughs> yeah. For better or for worse, you listen to it and you be the judge. You know, a good example of that, David, would be this ad because we didn't plan for this. What did you say? What do I say? I don't know. What, is it your turn or is it my turn to talk now? I lost track. I did too. But you know, you won't lose track if you listen to TechFan, part of the Stoplight Network of Podcasts. Just slightly less annoying than tinnitus. The G-Man on the My Mac Show podcast. And welcome everyone back to the MyMac.com podcast. This is part one. No, no, not part one, but part two. Two of this week's show. And we have we have a bunch of stuff to talk about. And whoops, before we before we go into this, uh, Gaz reminded me of we during our, our break in between the, the segments. Uh, I had mentioned something to him, and he said to me that this is something that should probably be said right at the beginning of this section, and it has to do with downloading and using betas. You use beta software, regardless of who it's from or how many people tell you how stable it is, at your own risk. Sometimes, especially with things like watchOS, if it bricks your watch, your watch is now a three to $400 piece of unusable plastic and metal because there is no coming back from using the watchOS beta and it's and it not working properly. If it, if it bricks, you're done. If you put it on your iPad or your iPhone or your Mac, and that is your primary device that you use for all of those things, make sure you have a complete usable backup that you can go back to 
in case things go horribly, horribly wrong. In fact, you're probably better off installing it on an external drive and booting from that drive if you really want to test out the new features. Don't put beta software on machines that you rely on every single day. Unless Words, you know what you're doing. Unless, and so I hardly ever do that. <laughs> know what you're doing. Well, both. Either yeah. one. Either one is fine. The joke, the joke was the same. Bit, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, having are, said that, having said having that, said that, there are some really cool features that are coming to Mac OS Monterey. And we're going to be going over probably the really bigger ones next week. But this week, I wanted to go over some of the things that most people will still use, but but average users or, or, you know, people that basically just turn the computer on, do something and then turn it back off again, probably won't. But some of these I think are really cool. And the first one I wanted to talk about, Gaz, is notes. Uh, and it's something that's been around for a really, really long time, but it's been more emphasized this time because of the sharing features that are being built into it. And again, nothing new, but there was a lot more attention paid on it because of the events of the last year and a half. So they want people to be able to share notes between like you, you make a note and you share it with someone else and they can go ahead and go in and edit it. They can do pretty much whatever they want to do to it. It's a lot like uh, Apple's pages, which Gaz and I yep. use for our show notes. Yep. And with relatively few exceptions, Gaz, pages has worked very, very well for the way that we use it. Generally it does. Yes. Generally it does. As compared to some of the other things that we tried that didn't. Now, basically, you can send a link to another person or make it available to a group for additions and editing, which is kind of cool as it is. And now, but the, the really cool bit is that you can see what other people are contributing with their edits and their additions by going to Activity View. And it will not only show those edits, it will also tell you who it was that made those edits. And the other kind of cool thing that's being put in here now is you can hashtag parts of your notes and very, very quickly go to them or group them together so that you can see them all in, in, in one area, which I think that is, that is really, really kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. Now there's another one that's kind of new. It, it's new to the Mac. It's called quick note. And this is a, a new feature that's being added that allows for a, a multitude of information to be put into an easily created framework generated by a keyboard shortcut or a hot corner of your screen. In this, you can have text, images, hyperlinks, maps, and other information that you just kind of drop in. And the, the fact that you can bring it up with, with just a keyboard shortcut or going to a hot corner means that it's almost always available to you. You don't have to go to the finder or go to your doc or anything along those lines and, and try to pull it up from there. And like with notes, everything is synced to all of your devices via Google iCloud. Sorry, sorry, via <laughs> iCloud. <laughs> Gaza snippets. Da -da -da. Now, uh, is this something that you think you'd be using, Gaz? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Definitely. And probably using it, you know, not just with yourself, because I think we might snip over to notes to test it out, but actually with uh, with the family as well. It's, you know, it's mm -hmm. good. 
it's really good especially the fact that you can you know do images and hyperlinks so you could almost have a running shared note which you want to share with people so if with your entire think, family oh, yeah yeah so rather than having a, you know yeah absolutely having a, a text group you could probably just have a shared note where they can then pick that those pieces up and then you know utilize them however they want so yeah um definitely i'd be using it definitely now one kind of cool thing about this is uh it's the the privacy concerns you can do all of these things that we were just talking about in facebook and instagram and and you know through google services and all of these other services and share all this information with your family and everyone else that's involved with those services, whether you want them to or not. The nice thing about this is it's all synced up via iCloud, which Apple does not monitor. And yeah, you can they, 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 they're using they're using Google servers, so they're they're checking. Well, I'm sure I'm sure it's encrypted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is, it is, it is, it is. So you could, you could actually almost kind of set up like a, uh, short term social media site Mm. using notes and just have the people that, that you want to have access that information or those links or pictures or whatever, uh, just through, just through a service like this for better or for worse. So (laughs) For richer, for poorer. Yeah, for yeah, whatever it is that you're going to share with people, you know, we're, we're I, not judging yeah. here. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Shortcuts is the next one, Gaz. And one of the things that kind of set Apple's mobile offerings from the Mac OS was an app called Shortcuts. Mm-hmm. This was kind of a simplified version of Automator, which in turn was a simpler version of Apple Script. Now, this allows you to create custom purpose, basically applications to do simple repetitive tasks without having to go through each step manually. There can also, they, these can also go cross-platform to Apple's, I can't even speak right now, to Apple's other operating systems, and you can take previously created automator scripts, and these can be converted into shortcuts. And some of the examples that were shown, and I haven't had a chance to play with this, was text-to-voice, which I would find very useful. Yeah. Can I can can I just say the reason you haven't had a chance to play with it is because you've not installed the beta. No, I have not. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Um so what 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 do you think about this then? Why why you know I have played around some with Automator and in years past also played around some with Apple. There's Script. quite there's quite there's quite a lot of concern that automator will you know some of the shortcuts here and this process will lose the power that automator gives and not so much that because obviously automator in itself isn't as powerful as you said um apple Apple scripts right however apple scripts is much more code centric whereas automator is much more um you gui centric to be able to help you you know go through and, and create you know processes and automating processes and I think that shortcuts seems to have got people's attention on the iOS platform. Right. Well, and, the, there was no other and, way to do shortcuts. No. Well, in iOS and iPad OS. So, so I think what they're they're thinking is that they can bring this across, obviously, to um, 
to the Mac, but as long as, and they have said that it's going to be a long transition, but as long as, you know, that transition means that it will take as much, if not more, of the automator power, then all well and good. Um, the fact that they're integrating it was always going to happen because, you know, you yeah. don't want... The, the thing is here is because you've got the systems which are so integrated, people will want those shortcuts to be able to work on their Mac. And if they automator then can't run those shortcuts, then what's the best way to go is to make sure that shortcuts has the power of automator and then can run any shortcut scripts that it gets from the ios world so it makes sense as long as they don't you know they don't buckle uh and and lose the power that automator has which is what a lot of people were quite concerned with well remember automator isn't going away it, it's still going to be around for Yet. at least for at least monterey yes now what happens in the future is anyone's guess um, but I think that by the time we get to Mac OS 13 or 12.1 or whatever they're going to call the next, I'm guessing 13, uh, they will have probably all of the power of Automator built into shortcuts, or at least all that matters to 95% of the people, which is Apple's typical MO. You know, they're like, well, because of th this concern or that concern, we can't go 100% and say that this is going to be, you know, 100% compatible with what you were doing before, but we'll get there 95% of the way. And people either, you know, throw up their hands and, and have hissy fits on the internet, or they'll turn around and find other ways to do the same thing that they were doing before. I think automate uh, the um, shortcuts will be a much better process for people to prove that the, the earth is flat. <laughs> as, lo as long as they can find proof that's the yeah. important bit yeah well that's um, where they struggle but right so uh, again some of the examples text to voice uh some map stuff uh split screen for two apps reminders and specialized timed events mm -hmm. but really the use case is only limited by your imagination now the so next it's pretty so it's pretty limited then for some people yeah, yeah. <laughs> Possibly me. <laughs> uh, air, nothing. AirPlay to Mac. Uh, this allows you to quickly send content from one device to another, like music, video, presentations, and so on. You can use these other devices as auxiliary speakers or even to extend your own desktop, and it works both wired and wirelessly. This is going to be a big use, I think. Yes. So it's, a, it's kind of similar. I mean, they were, they were talking about this in such a way that, that you can share a movie experience with people that live in like a completely different area than you are. And I'm still puzzled how they're working out the permissions for that, because I'm guessing that there's going to be a, a lot of companies that make content that are going to be like, yeah, well, you know, those other people in that other state should also be paying for it. But one of the cool things about this that I didn't realize until I started doing some research for, for this sec section of the show was that whoever initiates it has complete control. So they can stop it. They can pause it. They can do whatever it is that they want to do. And it'll also do the same on the person who's also watching it. 
maybe that's part of, the, of how they're they're getting around. So the it. person who's watching it then has to put their hand up and say, "Please, Mister and uh, Mister Sir, can I go to the toilet? Can you yeah. pause it, please? Can you pause it, please? I've got to microwave some popcorn. <laughs> popcorn. That's so what, what sort of accent was that guy? I don't have any idea. It's no, it, not, it's an accent no. from a land that does not exist. Correct. Right. So next up, <laughs> universal control. And this kind of adds into the airplay concept. Uh, select it to work continuously in your universal control settings. This is going to be in system preferences. And it's supposed to just be on whenever you need it. So you can use a single keyboard or mouse and the icon will shift. Like, for example, if you were going from your, your Mac's mouse to an iPad, uh, the icon will shift from, you know, the, the little pointer to the, the round cursor that the iPad OS uses, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, next up is notifications. Now I have, I don't know about you guys, but I have kind of a love hate relationship. Agreed. With notifications, notifications, a lot of times when I first start up my Mac and I see that I've got 25 instances of it saying, well, this hard drive went down. Oh, it's back up. No, it's no, it's back up. Oh, it's down. No, it's back up. And for some notifications, you can do an all dismiss. You cannot with those kinds of notifications. So there was lots of buzzwords that were tossed around during the presentation at WWDC about the wonderfulness of notifications. But I think the most important bit will be, how do I make it stop when it's annoying me? Well, with yes. muting suggestions for when you with want a look. to... Yes. You have to give it a look. A, a, an evil, angry look. Yes. So you can have some muting suggestions for, for when to make them go away uh, with muting options and timed notifications for things that you may find important enough to jump through the muted settings. Notifications might become more useful than triggering rage which it currently does for me. Now on that same note, this is the last bit that we're gonna talk about this week and it's focus. And have you ever wanted to tell the world to go take a flying leap at itself <laughs> when you're doing something important or what you consider to be important? Focus allows you to do just well, that. Yeah. Yeah, like I was focused. Were... <laughs> I was I I was focused enough to turn everything off though if I needed to be concentrating on something. So well this this will let you do it at the stroke of a pen. Well, maybe not Ooh. a pen. Yeah, An so, Apple pencil. Yeah, well you could use uh you could well damn, I just forgot what it's called. Uh, you can use shortcuts to turn those <laughs> notifications on and off. <laughs> Uh, so it will let you do just that. It will also inform other people if they're trying to send you a message uh, when it's engaged. So that they know you're not ignoring them accidentally, Gaz, but on purpose. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, it's not that I don't love you, but go away. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Just it's, it's, shut yeah. up. It's, it's not I don't love you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And if they're paying attention as time goes on, your status can be shown to change when you decide to turn it off. Gee, that's a swell idea. And it just might work. <laughs> it just might. It just might. So those are the six things that's coming up in macOS Monterey. So that's notes and by extension, quick notes, shortcuts, airplay to Mac, universal control, notifications, 
and focus. Now, next week, we're going to do these. Are, and these are the bits that I think most people are going to find very interesting is uh, FaceTime, Messages, iCloud Plus, and Safari, plus whatever else happens to pop into my head. Excellent. Oh, you. Excellent. Yes, it is. And you're doing something that means I should be hitting this right now. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Most squeaky chairs. Gases tips. It's time for Gaz's tip. Old man dance. <laughs> okay, so these are all finder control keyboard shortcuts. Uh, control command T, add the selected item to the sidebar. Use carefully. Yes, use carefully. Or you'll have a Very sidebar true. that's extends yes. past the length or the width of length of your monitor. Yes, yes. Don't select all and then <sighs> control command T. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Bad idea. Select all. Select like all this. on my Mac. Yes, select all on my Mac. <laughs> Control command T. Gaz said. <laughs> I have two hundred and fifty thousand items in my sidebar. <laughs> yeah. I think I think the system might crash. Um, Probably. So don't do that. Just select one item that you want and then control command T. Option one. Option command, but well, no, you can do more than one, but I, I be careful. Um, option command P will hide or show the path bar in the finder windows, which I use quite a bit. I option use that all command the time. S hide or show the sidebar in finder windows. So that's the path bar or the sidebar. Command slash, that's the leany thing, the slash, the lean thing. <laughs> leany, leany thing. I like it. <laughs> Hide or show the status bar in finders, Finder Windows. Um, and Command-J shows the view options on or off. So that's one, two, three, four, five keyboard quick tips for Finder. And the first one, use with care. Very much with care. And we're nodding our head at that. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That too seems. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. Is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz, you are absolutely right. There we go. I still haven't put all those together. I just, I just do yeah. things. Yeah. Gaz, you've got a point. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I have a, I actually have a for pick's sake this week. Oh, good. good. Sort I, of. I tend, I tend not to do too many pick sakes, but there you go. Well, it's one that when it first came out, I never thought I would really end up using that wow. much. Wow. And wow. I I'm finding that I'm using it more and more. And that's Apple's news app. Um, I kind of like it as a content aggregator. It's, it's easy to get to. It's easy to, to set up the, the various things that interest me. And I can just quickly go through it and see the stuff that I want to see. I like it. So that's Apple's news app. Now, you don't have to have a, subscri a yeah, subscription to Apple services to use the news app. But if you do, it's much more useful because there's a, a lot more content that's included. Okay. Newspapers, magazines, things like that. So um, let me just ask a quick question, because I don't know whether you're going to be able to answer this or not. Um, but um, does Apple One include that subscription? Yes. What? So which versions? Do you have to buy the full 30-pounder? Oh, or... That's so, I'm not sure about that, but I you think do. it's included you do. on all you of do. them. 
No, oh, it's do? not. It's, okay. on, it's only included in the premier one. So the individual and the family one does not include the News Plus, uh, but the premier one includes the extra News Plus and Fitness Plus um, options. Yeah, Fitness Plus is uh, the next one I'm going to get into. And um, talking about that, actually, which we didn't we didn't say at the start. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, sure, I am. <laughs> yeah, I, ignore, I, I ignored that because. Okay. Um, I am going to jump in and go for um, Apple One because currently I I I think there's enough currently on Apple TV for me to want to stick with it, so I'm going to stick with that, and um, then I get the extra 200 gigabytes of iCloud storage so I'm actually going into the subscription service and, and I've gone for the family one because obviously not obviously but we do share a lot of the stuff so um, yeah we're sticking with, uh, we're sticking with the Apple TV because at the moment I I get the music so for uh, you know an extra bit now I've got arcade again which I've started using some of the arcade um, some of the arcade games because I stopped paying for it. I went through the free demo didn't think there was enough in there but now funnily enough there's a number of games in there which i've recommended in the past and had as picks which are now in arcade one yeah hmm, grainstone i still Butter. play grainstone yeah yeah i went in there and tried it again but i've completed it so yeah so have i at least twice now <laughs> anyway there's lots of other games in there and i want to start looking at games on the apple tv because I've got the controller, so I want to start looking at some racing games and stuff on the Apple TV. And, you know, I've got Arcade. Great. Yep. So cool. Cool. Now, um, now. We, we have no email feedback. We have no Twitter feedback. Oh, However, Ooh. we do have Ooh. some audio feedback this week. Lovely. And the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the weird thing when, when I listened to this, I had this odd sense of deja vu, Go on, v but I'm going to play it anyway. Yeah. day, that incredible yeah, feeling that I haven't listened to an audio message before. Right. And this one, this one is from Marcus. Well, Hey, this is Marcus from Minnesota. Hi Marcus. It's been a Hi. while since I've Hi. called in. So I just yeah. Yeah, to say does. hello does. Yeah. and then goodbye. Oh, well, that was that was all Marcus had to say. Thank you, Marcus. Oh, and we got a second one from Marcus. Can I just well, hey, say, can I just... Marcus from Minnesota. It's been a while since I've called in, so I just wanted yeah. to say hello yeah. and yeah. then goodbye. Oh. Yeah, yeah. There was a third one, but I didn't... It was didn't... Much, much along the lines of the first two, was it? Yeah, yeah, it kind of was. Uh, however... Well, cheers, Mark. Cheers, Marcus. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. call call in again and and tell yeah. us that it's been a while since you've called and and yeah. then hello and and goodbye. if anybody didn't spot, yeah, we kind of played that before. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually marked eight thirty two. So <laughs> it was a while ago. <sighs> so it was it was actually it was that would be deja vu. Mm, it is deja vu, did. Yeah, except we were actually aware of it. So I don't know if that quite counts. <laughs> uh, but we did have, we do, we Probably do not. actually have. Probably no, I don't not, think it actually. would. It's just us goofing. <laughs> uh, we do have an actual brand new Ooh. audio message that Ooh. we received last week. Okay. Okay. And here it is. Well, hey, this is Marcus from Minnesota. It's been on. No, no, I'm kidding. That wasn't it. <laughs> It's from our good buddy Greg from NC. 
Hey, Guy. Hey, Jazz. It's Greg from North Carolina. Hi, Greg. Uh, you mentioned a news item about someone accidentally swallowing an iPod. Uh, not an iPod. iPod? An AirPod. AirPod, and, yes. And uh, I had heard, I don't know if it was that exact same incident, but I heard about one where someone had fallen asleep with the AirPod in their ear. It mm-hmm. fell out. They somehow, in the bed, ended up swallowing it. And they knew that it still worked, but it did not, let's say, complete the entire process. It had become lodged in their uh, throat, and I believe a doctor removed it with a very long pair of forceps, like tweezers. And so that yeah. was how they figured out that it still worked. It did not, uh, as they say, come out the other end. But that's <laughs> not like that little bit of clarification. Y'all have a great show. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Yeah, thank you, Greg. Number one, thank you for calling in. We really, really do appreciate it. Uh, number two, he said facetiously. Um, <laughs> number two, get it? <laughs> Very good. Any AirPod? Well, I missed that one over my head. That one did. <laughs> Any AirPod that actually completes the journey? <laughs> I don't want to have anything to do with. That's- well, I I think we sh- that person should send in their email because they'd get a wooty for that. They would. They would definitely get a wooty That's for a cleaning off and, and, re, ugh, and reusing <laughs> yeah. an AirPod that completed yeah. the journey. Now, yeah. I know. Lovely. If you would like to support quality content just like that. Uh, like that. Just quality. like that. All you quality. have to do is go to my Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Mac Parrot. You can get a coffee, ko-fi forward slash no ko-fi.com forward slash mac parrot there we go okay and the last one you can pay a pal at paypal.me forward slash mac parrot so those are the three ways that you can you can help support quality programming just like that uh gas if people wanted to get a hold of you and say why won't you swallow airpods and have it complete the journey how would they do so Send an email to gaz at mymac.com. That's jz at mymac.com. You can also send a Twitter on the Twitties to me. Careful at, you say uh, that. <laughs> Twitter.com forward slash gaz. That's jzmaz. You can also Gars. tweet both Guy and Gaz on the Twitters. Twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz. G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Curse. You can also send an email to feedback at mymac.com. That's F-W-E-D-B-A-C-K at mymac.com. Now, now. No fooling. No, no fooling. No fooling. No, we mustn't fool about, must we? Guy was paid at 75 grand. No fooling. Ah, right, okay. (laughs) We know it was a guy? We do. No fooling. I like to go with guy. No fooling. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I screwed up. Many no times. Fool-un. Guy says, "No foolin'." <laughs> You're just gonna get him, get them all out there. No foolin'. Who's the guy? No foolin'. Guy. Guy. No foolin'. You remember Guy? No foolin'. Guy's the one. No foolin'. <laughs> His name was Guy. If they want. Oh, that's where you're going to draw the line. That's where the line is drawn. Okay. Got it. Thumbs up.
So if they want an email from Guy. No fool. <laughs> <laughs> No, come on, guy. No fool, <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. All you'd have to do, you'd have to send that email. Hold on. I can't even speak. My eyes are burning. Send that email to guy at mymac.com. Waiting for it. No fool, I There you go. <laughs> you can also contact me on the Twitters by going and sending that to either MacParrot or <laughs> VertShark. No, nope, 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 nope. got to stop. And uh, let's see, there is also Vert Shark over on the YouTubes for all the videos. There is VertShark.com where all of the audios and videos eventually make their way to to La La Land. And Gaz, as both Marcus from Show Eight Thirty Two and Greg from North Carolina know, we have a Skype number. We, we do. No fooling. No fooling. This is not a joke. I mean, we're <laughs> laughing, but it's not a joke. We actually do. That number, Gaz, is one or plus one outside of the United States. One or plus one. 703 I just blew that whole bit. Now I'm going to keep going. One or plus one. Area code 703 or if you want to just use the Skype application, you don't need the one or plus one, then it's just 703-436-95. Oh, oh, one. Yeah. So we're, we're near the end of the show somehow, guys. I don't know how somehow. it happened. Somehow. Somehow. And we would like to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who downloads and or listens. Listens to the mymac.com podcast. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. And Gaz, I think, I think, usually, that we're good enough. I think that we're smart enough and that Wilf Gonnet, Wolf, 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 people <laughs> like us. I have to be so careful here. Is E and Rudd, is Diriana, Nye can't fio, Chorus, Oribeka Chain, Nuagan EI, Beneath, Sutalite, Madari. That's it. And I'm not going to try and do it with an accent because if I'd done that, that would have been very, very bad. Naughty, Guy, naughty. Yes. What do you give a cannibal that turns up late for your dinner party? The cold shoulder. <laughs> I was going to say leftovers. <laughs> cold shoulder. See, I'm going to give you one more. Okay. Give you one more. All right. A bonus Gaz's dad joke. Yeah. Well, it's more of a conundrum for you. Mm. What word has five letters, but becomes shorter when you add two more? Short. <laughs> and that'll do it. End. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, 
the Let's Talk Podcasts, Essential Apple Podcasts, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. Let's spliff, man. <laughs> We're spliffing. We're spliffing like a couple of mighty spliffers who spliffed a spliff. All right, I'm hitting record in. All right, hitting record in five. Hold it. Come on. Yes, record. Yeah. Okay. Getting Thank to you. Record in. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, one. <laughs> Stand by for action. This is the shirt my uh, my son got me for Father's Day, Margaritaville. It's very blue. Quite blue. Um, I didn't get anything for Father's Day because that's a load of bollocks. Of course it is. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, not so much guy, but uh, but Peter likes to get me stuff. Okay. That's nice of them. Yeah. I already it told him so. the next time I come. Now, we weren't able to do it when I went over to help him move, but his, uh, his significant other makes a, a really good imitation of um, butterbeer. Oh, for crying out loud. How do you... Oh, you listen to what you just said, Guy. Yeah, I know. Just, I know just what repeat I just said. back to yourself what you just said. A real good imitation of butterbeer, which, yes, I know, is is was never a real thing and was completely <laughs> made up for the Harry Potter. So how do you know it's a good imitation? Because the stuff that I drank at Universal Studios was really, oh, really good. Oh, for God's sake, you're making it worse. <laughs> And it tastes a lot like that. And they make uh, down at Universal Studios. So he makes a really good imitation no, his, his, of his a nondescript. Okay, so his significant other makes yes. a really good imitation yes. of an imitation of a drink which is fictional that does not exist. Correct. It's delicious. That's what it gets. And, nice. and the nice. fake imitation of the thing that doesn't actually exist in its frozen form down at Universal Lovely. Studios is really, really good. It's like a fake imitation of something that doesn't really exist, butterbeer Slurpee. <laughs> so good. Oh, my word. Are you recording? <laughs> I am. I am. Yeah, good. Good grief. What are you like? You've been acting really weird lately. Yeah. Lately? Lately. See, except the ducks in the U.S., this is what they sound like. <laughs> I don't know why. They just do. That's one hell of a duck. I, I think know. I'd duck if I heard that duck. And there's like a whole flock of them. Flock of ducks. That's what is they this your like. obsession? Is this your part of your obsession with zombies? Zombie ducks? Uh, no, but now that you've said that, it could I be. I wish I had. Yeah, now that, that's that what that the ducks way. sound like when you shoot them and they fall down yeah. from the sky. Me, ping. Yeah. Now I've said it. I wish I hadn't. Then they come up to your door. 
And you open the door with this. Kill the Batman. That's a very odd thing for ducks to say. Oh, well, I'm going to blow it up. <laughs> genius. That's what it is. Sheer genius. At long last, my dream come true. Q238 Explosive Space Modulator. <laughs> Something like that. I know it was an explosive... I know it was an explosive space modulator. I do believe you are right. <laughs> You're on right. the right track. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Record. All right, I'll do the title this week. <clears throat> okay, you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember... Well, I've only got one audio, one audio track with the video. Well, so, whose fault's that? So if you say something, <laughs> everything up. And then I have to do, then I have to do it again. Well, my Mac, ah, you, damn it! <laughs> oh. Let's see. I'll zip it. My Mac podcast. <laughs> Can't blame me. No, that Can't was my fault. Me. That was my <laughs> fault. All right, try again. Try oh. again, you dumbass. Yeah. Am I recording? Yes, I am. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what the my stock and trade is. My Mac podcast 856. Monterey Musings. Part one.